Proverbs chapter 4, and let's, let's go to verse 5. Get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget, nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her, and she will preserve you. Love her, and she will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing. So what is wisdom? We have knowledge, we have understanding, and then we have wisdom. And really, wisdom is the application of our understanding and the fruit of that application. When we apply our faith, when we use our faith, a fruit will come in our life. In other words, the product that we've been believing for will come. And we'll have the ability to use our faith again and get more skilled in our faith. So really, we're talking about knowledge that is a really a biblical knowledge, a spiritual knowledge, but we have natural knowledge too, and we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Because we throw the baby out with the bathwater, and we over-spiritualize things. It's kind of, um, what is the term? Uh, you're too spiritually minded and no natural good, something along that line. And I I liken it to if you come to a place where you're driving along and there's a tree that fell in the road, are you going to stop and pray, Lord, should I go around the tree? (laughs) We might think you have a few screws loose, right? What would be the knowledge of the time? To go around? In other words, and it's a knowledge, but you have a general understanding Why? Because if you've tried to plow through when a tree was there before, you know it doesn't work. Well, that, well, Pastor Debbie, that's stupid. Now, you do have some things in the natural, according to the plan of God. It's a spiritual thing, but it's also a natural thing. It may be a a place, uh, God's dealing with you to go to Bible school, for instance. Well, there are some unknowns tied to that. So it's not quite like a tree in the middle of the road. You understand? But there are some things that we understand. It's like, okay, I have a choice to make. But on the spiritual side of it, I need to know what God wants me to do. So I do pray about that. But it's a natural decision. Amen? But there are unknowns to it. And it has to do with God's plan. Is that an okay illustration? So it's not the same as just coming to a tree and just barging on through because you have no natural wisdom. (laughs) Okay? Most people aren't going to do that because it's so obvious. (laughs) And sometimes there are things in the natural that are so obvious. But yet, okay, I better pray about that. Well, moving right along. Get wisdom. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget, nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Uh, Wisdom is the principal thing. So again, and we're talking about a spiritual wisdom here, but again, we, we, we can make decisions in the natural. Let me go back to my notes because I want to bring something out here. Uh, let's go to Psalm 73. Pastor Jay went to the scripture. Psalm 73 Last week, do you remember that? Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And he was talking, uh, really, the the psalmist there in verse 3, 73.3, I was envious of the boastful when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. And then we go on to 12. Behold, these are the ungodly who are always at ease. They increase in riches. In other words, what he was seeing were people that were basically rich in the natural, and were not honoring God with their finances. But they were being blessed in ways, natural ways. And and he was complaining a little bit about that, right? But in verse 17, he said, until I went to the sanctuary of God, then I understood their end. You see, and really understand that is a, it's not just a knowledge. It's not just seeing, okay, see, he first was just in a natural knowledge of seeing people prosper and make it, but they weren't honoring God, maybe they were cheating, maybe they were lying, and, and it's like, okay, I'm doing the right thing, I'm being righteous, and why, why am I not being blessed? But when he took time to build himself up in God's word and, and in the spirit, he had a different perspective. And what I really want to talk to you about tonight is your perspective. 
Now, I don't, I, I endeavor not to make any major decisions in my life without looking to God's word and making sure I have the right perspective. Okay. And again, it's not about a tree in the road. Because personally, if I see a tree in the road, I'm just going to go around it. I'm probably not going to pray about it. I may have to pray about how to get around. Well, that's a whole nother thing. There's unknowns there. Maybe, I, maybe there's bushes on that side. And that, okay, Lord, what I do? Uh, call a crane? I, anyway. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Uh, there is a godly wisdom. Man is born with wisdom. Man is born with the ability to make decisions. And I'm sure you've heard this before, but if you haven't, let me harp a little bit on this. There are things inside of you that you don't even realize amazing things along the line of the wisdom of God. We can do so much more than we give ourselves credit for. And it's all because we were made by an amazing God who put his giftings inside of us. He gave us the knowledge. He gave us understanding. He gave us wisdom, both spiritually speaking, but also to make natural decisions. Why do I say that? Because we live in a natural world. If he didn't give us the ability to make natural decisions, he would not have set us on the globe. Okay, if he didn't mean for us to see through these eyes, then keep them shut all the time. But then there are things that we don't see with our natural eyes. And really, we're talking more about our redemptive rights in Christ. We're talking about healing and wholeness. We're talking about a prosperity. We're talking about forgiveness. These are things that are based on God's word that we don't... Their natural, the natural truth is sickness is going to come. The spiritual truth is Jesus already paid the price for that sickness. The natural truth is prosperity is when you work, you're going to get paid. Some people are going to get more. Some people are going to get less. Some people are more gifted than others. That's a natural that's a natural thing. Not everybody knows how to do Not everybody been to school to be a surgeon. Right. Right. Let me ask you a question there, though. Would you rather have somebody that knows nothing about surgery, never been to school for it, but they're a Christian, and they love God, and they're willing to do the surgery? But then you have, okay, this is going to get better. Just uh, for those of you who think I'm just going to get off on all the natural things, you know. No, I'm, I'm talking about wisdom of God, but it's a spiritual thing coupled with natural ability. And many times we throw the baby out with the bathwater. And we sit there waiting for God to give us revelation when it's right in front of our face. You understand? But then you have a surgeon who's been, I mean, he specialized. John Hopkins, you know? I don't know much about John Hopkins, but, you know, I hear some good surgeons there, whatever. And, but he's not a Christian. But... He has a 100% success rate. Oh no, I'm taking the Christian. <laughs> oh no, the spiritual thing to do. The one who loves God. I beg to differ. Sign me up for John Hopkins, okay? <laughs> but I will say that I would still pray about whether to have surgery in the first place. And ideally, I would love if it were the scenario of the surgeon being both Christian and a specialist. That would be wonderful. I like what Pastor Nancy says. We're not uh, voting for a, uh, a pastor for the president. We're voting for a man that God gives wisdom to run the country. Well, 
And we already voted for that. Praise the Lord. Move right along. All right. Moving right along until I went into the sanctuary. Then I understood their end. So we're really talking about gaining knowledge. Now we, we have a spiritual knowledge that becomes revelation knowledge when we meditate in God's word. And we get an understanding, really revelation knowledge is the same thing of understanding. In Colossians 2, it's faith understanding of the heart. Faith's understanding of the heart. And really, it's seeing something. It's, it's seeing past the natural sickness and disease that we are presented with on a daily basis. It's seeing past the, the poverty and the lack and uh, work your finger to the bone. And you'll get bony fingers in the natural it seemed past these things, realizing that, you know, I made a mistake, so. But did you know if you see past that mistake and actually ask God for forgiveness? In the spirit realm, we have forgiveness. But really, all of these things, if we're applying faith in, in these three areas, our redemptive rights and privileges in Christ, you know, freedom from sickness and disease, uh, we're forgiven, right? And freedom from poverty and lack. And, and really just deliverance from the world's evil. And what the enemy has brought to conquer God's man. If we will use our spiritual wisdom and use our faith, then we'll grow spiritually speaking. But how many know that we still need to use spiritual wisdom and couple this with natural wisdom? So there are natural things in this world. I haven't even got to my notes yet. There are natural things in this world that, that God has given us inborn wisdom. If we are people of faith, if we are meditating on the word on a, a daily basis, we will see those things with a different perspective. We'll see beyond the tree in the road. But yet, we'll immediately go around the tree and not trying to get mental about it. Should I pray about this tree in the road? Or not? And there are things in our life that, God, that we come to that God expects us to make decisions based on just simple wisdom. And not try to mental, okay, what does a tree in the road mean? Why did God bring lightning and put a tree in my please? I know. I know. So when we when we look at Psalm 73 there, remember he went into the sanctuary of God, he got into the presence of God. And when you get into the presence of God, your perspective will change. This is the answer to a thousand questions. Get in God's word and listen to the Holy Spirit within your spirit and your perspective will change. But I beg to say here that spiritually speaking, you will get skilled in using your faith for your redemptive rights and privileges. And when you come to just everyday things that God expects you to make natural decisions in, you'll just automatically do what you need to do. Why? Because you have inborn wisdom of God and you know what to do. Amen? Amen. You know what to do in your spirit, but you just see with your eyes that there's a tree in the road, and what do you do? Go around it. Amen. Romans 9.1. Romans 9.1. I tell the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience also bearing me, my human spirit or, or heart, that's your conscience, bearing me witness in the Holy Spirit. Really, your conscience is the voice of your spirit. So he's basically saying, I have a human spirit, and it listens or it bears witness with what the Holy Spirit is saying. Or you could even say what the Word of God is saying, because he who looks into the perfect Word, remember James? 
He who looks into God's word, he'll see a semblance. He will see a resemblance. He will see himself. And he will know what to do based on God's word and based on the Holy Spirit. But how many know not every verse in the Bible is thus saith the Lord. You shall, when you come to a tree, go around it. Or like I said, there are natural things that have unknowns tied to it. Like the plan of God for your life and whether you should go to Bible school or what church you go to. You don't pick it just like you picked your dry cleaner. Okay, let's go back to the dry cleaner. I pray for wisdom to make sure that when I take my clothes to a dry cleaner or whatever, that, that they're going to do a good job. But I don't pray... I don't pray about that like I do if it were God's plan for my life. What church I go to, uh, do I go to Bible school, do I go into the ministry? Just pick a dry cleaner and get your clothes done, okay? My roommate back at Rama, every now and then I'd hear her say, Lord, what hose should I wear? Lord, what shoes should I wear? Lord, help me know what to wear today. And my, room, my other roommate and I would say every now and then, wear the blue ones. <laughs> wear whatever you want. In other words, stop being foolish. Because there is faith and there is foolishness. How many know that when we get up in the morning, we ought to look to God first and foremost and, and look to our inner man, look to our spirit. And, and if we get to the tree in the road and the Holy Ghost deals with us, go back the other way. That's one thing. But if I have no witness anything because I'm turned to my spirit, I don't. I don't plop down there on my knees. Lord, what does this mean? What should I do? Just go around the tree. Wear what shoes you want. Wear what clothes you want. But turn your spirit to know that if God, you know, let's use this. What if you come, what if you're on the top of a mountain? How many know if you jump off, you're going down? (laughs) It's a natural law. Do you need to pray about that? Lord, do I need to jump? Because I need to get to the other side. No, you need to go five hours around the other mountain and get to the other side. Pastor Debbie, what are you trying to say? Well, just stay with me. Just stay with me. 1 John 2.20 says, But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. I've told you many times that if I've dealt with symptoms or what have you, I know that I'm the healed of the Lord, but sometimes I let that sickness get in and it just, you know, it got some tentacles in there or whatever, and I was having a difficult time getting over something. So I went to the doctor. Now, I, I pray about those things, you understand? Because I've told you, you've got to pray about whether you're going to have surgery, what medications you take. Why? Because there are unknowns. What do you mean there are unknowns? Uh, there are doctors that don't, want, don't know what they're doing. Sometimes they do know what they're doing, but your situation may be what they don't know about. <laughs> But God does. And I'm an advocate of doctors, medicines, and that type of thing. But I'm more an advocate of just being, just having wisdom. And I've been into the doctor's office before, and I just told him, okay, this is what I'm dealing with. Can you just give me some antibiotics? Or He's like, how do you know that that's what it is? Well, you can check me out. That's fine. And I don't know that I've ever been to the doctor that I've been wrong. I usually tell them what I need. I'm not saying you have to know all the time, but too many times we're like, God, I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know what I'm dealing with. Why don't you stop? I don't knowing and just go to your spirit 
and ask God why you're dealing with what you're dealing with. And really check your heart of whether you're not in faith or not and what to do about it. Remember I told you all about the, uh, the toxic tooth thing in, in the, the root canal and I, I just told the doctors, do it, I'm tired of this. Just, just I had a cracked tooth and just, you know, whatever. He said, well, you can do a root canal. Yeah, just do it, just do it. And I really overrode my heart. And it was some weeks later when I was dealing with all these symptoms. It's like, oh my goodness. I started having all this coughing. And my, my immune system was just, uh, it just wasn't what it needed to be. And I uh, went to the Lord and said, okay, Lord. I've been endeavoring to get in faith. I've been in the scriptures. I've been speaking my faith. And this just keeps getting worse. What's the problem? And it just came up in my spirit as clear as ever. You didn't pray about that. You didn't pray about that. So in other words, there was an unknown with that situation. And we don't always look at everything like that. Sometimes we just look at at that like the tree in the road. But there are things that you better be going to God and praying about or following your spirit, making sure that you don't get a warning in your heart. Well, I invested in such and such, and I did this, and I lost it. Is that God's fault? Because some people get mad at God. But I, I, I beg to say to people that if we genuinely will go to God and ask him wisdom and really do the research and get wisdom, because it's not just spiritual, it's also natural. But we have a lot of voices. We have a lot of people that believe this and that and the other, and you understand that. But if you get some natural wisdom, but always go to God and say, okay, what do you say about this? And before, because there's unknowns tied to that. It's not just when my friend says it's a sure thing. No, that's good. But what's he basing that on? His, his direct, uh, and there are a lot of people that have been deceived and gotten into scams or, or gotten into situations and then they get mad at God for that. It's not just like a tree in the road that's so obvious. It's something that has some unknowns tied to it. And you've got to be a person that's constantly turned to your spirit at the beginning of the day before you make these decisions and choices. And I'm saying right now that there are situations going on, even in our banking system and this and that, that, that people ought to go to God and say, is there anything I need to do? Is there anything I need to change? Am I going to be ready for what's coming? Because honestly, I talked to some people and they're just oblivious. And they, you know, they're just watching CNN. I don't know. Who's just saying everything's just fine. Banking system, just fine. What's your spirit saying? Have you done any research? Well, Pastor Debbie, I just, you know, I come to church and I, I go to work and I got things to do at home. And if, if I need to know anything else, the Lord will tell me. Well, he's not going to read the book for you. He's not going to do all your research for you. Just like that doctor was a Christian, he had a good heart, but he didn't go to, he didn't go to school to learn surgery. So I'm not letting him do surgery on me. And sometimes people just want God to give them all the wisdom, and yet they're not willing to do the research. Now, I understand there are a lot of voices out there, and I'm not an advocate of, well, you ought to listen to this one or this one, because I don't want to get off. Pastor Jay and I aren't going to tell you who to listen to. Maybe in our personal, sometimes we've told people or, you know, how we invest or what have you. You know, Pastor Jay and I, right now, we just, we look at assets in our hands. Not tied to the stock market, not, we look at things that we have physically in our hands. And that's saying too much already. And well, why? Because that's how we're led. That's the conviction we have. Keep it in your hands. And nobody going to take it from you. Amen. Do you have a banking account? Yes, we do. And we have to pay our bills just like everybody else. But I'm just saying there are ways 
There are ways to be keen about these things. There are ways that if a situation comes that some people are saying behind the scenes may come, you're going to be ready. And let's say wisdom is just cautious. Wisdom is just, okay, what if somebody told me, I didn't see a tree in the road, but I, they're saying around the corner, there's a tree in the road. So slow down. Are you just going to plow on through? Well, I don't see it. It's behind the bushes, dupe. That's why. It's being hidden. Excuse me. I just, I wanted to wake a few people up. I've been a dupe before. Anyway, move right along. If you want to go to heaven, you got to love me. So you cautiously go around the corner. What if that person doesn't have a very good track record? How many know most people are going to slow down even if that person didn't have a very good track Why? Because they're just using wisdom. Wisdom. We have the wisdom of God. If we turn our spirit to God's word, we will see what he has to say in his word about our redemptive rights and privileges in Christ. What we have in our health and healing. What we have in forgiveness. What we have in prosperity. But how many know there are certain things that have unknowns that have things tied to it. That there are obvious things about it that we should just know and see in the natural. But then there are other things that we may not see. So we've got to know before we just plow through. Amen. Pastor Jay has said some things by the Spirit and warned people. Years ago, I remember he warned uh, people about a certain uh, thing with the stock market. And it went under. And we had people that came to us and said, I got out of that particular thing and we we didn't lose our money. I'm being very vague. I understand that. Because I'm not here to tell you what to do, and, but just let's use wisdom. Let's turn to our spirit and just see, is this a tree in the road that's so obvious? Or is it something hidden around the corner that we better be cautious about? When we go to the sanctuary, we know. And when we use our faith Uh, spiritually speaking for sickness and disease and prosperity and forgiveness for sin, just overall deliverance. These are good things and they help us to become skilled, but we need to be led by the spirit in every area, in every arena of life. And we are spirit beings, but we have a soul and we have a body and our soul is our mind, our will, and our emotions. And God gave us a mind to make decisions. And to see things ahead of time. So many good things ahead. Don't be afraid what you hear in the media. Don't be afraid, but only prepare your heart. And I will show you what to do. And you will certainly prosper in my way of doing things. Ha, 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 ha. Isn't that interesting? Now, I didn't make that up. The Spirit of God just came on me, and he's encouraging people not to get into fear. There has never been a time where we've been in some type of recession over the years that the Christian didn't come out if we put our faith in God. But there are times that the Christian needs to understand God put us in the natural world and he expects us to make natural decisions and he expects us to do just a little bit of research and not just listening to talking heads or voices, know what people are saying and who is of the right spirit. Know the truth and the truth will set you free. Amen? So I endeavor not to make decisions before I have meditated on the word and looked to my spirit for direction that is not skewed. 
Any decision or action that is not spirit-controlled with a heart full of the word and the spirit is based on fleshly and emotional feelings that breed offense, burdens the soul, weakens the body, and opens the door to the devil for all kinds of evil. Whatever arena we are spending time in, spirit, soul, or body, that is the atmosphere that will affect and eventually dictate our thoughts, decisions, words, and actions. What atmosphere you surround yourself with and what direction you look at is what will eventually drive every thought, decision, word, and action of your day. So if we want to change our outcome for spiritual growth, a thriving faith, and spiritual and natural success, then we must turn in the directions that help foster, empower us to build a successful, thriving, godly life in Christ. This is the only positive direction for our lives. Every other focus that is not in line with God's word and spirit will lead us astray and will foster thoughts, decisions, words, and actions based on a foundation of sinking sand. In other words, I can make the obvious decisions because I have the wisdom of God. When I come to a tree in the road, I know immediately, just go around it. I know that. I have that natural knowledge, but it's based on godly wisdom with inside of me. And too many people come into trees and don't know what to do. Too many people coming, uh, uh, so-and-so said this is happening, or so-and-so said this. Well, that, there's unknowns to that. There's unknowns to that. Don't just follow what everybody else is saying. Get in your prayer closet, go to your sanctuary place, and say, Lord, what are you saying about this? And if you don't have a peace, then don't do anything about it. But on the other side, I, I have a friend who has told her congregation, you know what? If we have some type of a blackout or the internet goes out or uh, where the gas stations are, just fill your cars up with gas. I've told Kimberly at the daycare, keep the buses filled up with gas. Okay, when we came to the derecho storm, what happened? What was the first thing? Couldn't get gas. Okay? What if something were to come up in the natural? To me, it's just wisdom. Okay, they say possibly the fiat dollar is going to you know, crash and all this. I'm not going to get into that, but what would wisdom do? Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever thought about, well, what, what would I do? Pray about it. Because I'm not going to tell you what to do. But I will, I will say this, Matthew 7, 24. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. Some people have rocks all around them. But for some reason, they keep planting it in the sand, making decisions based on the sand. I'm just saying, let's look at natural things. If there's a concern at all, just do the obvious. Just do the obvious. Don't sit there, and then if something does happen, you're not going to be ready. Everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. And so it was when Jesus had ended these things, sayings that the people were astonished at his teaching. Matthew uh, 7, 28 in the Phillips says, When Jesus had finished these words, the crowd were astonished at the power behind his teaching. For his words had the ring of authority, quite unlike those of the scribes. You know, you, you meet people that have just a confidence about them. And they're usually ones, they won't talk about their finances, they won't talk about things. Why? Because they're, they make their own decisions. They have their relationship with God. But you can tell they're prospered. You can tell if you were to just get to know them a little bit and start asking them, how, what are you doing? 
And even if you know some people along that line, I'm not saying to just follow everything somebody says, but maybe look at somebody that's prospered. Maybe look at somebody that has been through recession times. Maybe, and you know, young people, don't wait till you're through a recession to learn about it. What should you do to be prepared? Well, what if it never comes? Hallelujah. Wonderful. Great. But if it does, what is the natural thing to do? What are the wise things to do? Maybe to have some money set back. Maybe to have some assets that just aren't money to use. If you can't use money anymore. You understand? What's the wise thing to do? Can we learn? Well, what if it never, maybe it just, it never happens. That'd be wonderful. Because we are praying, the church is praying, but there are things that I believe are coming that we may not be able to change because there's too much corruption going on and there's some things that have to change. Some things that have to fall. Some things that have to change in order for a better system to be in place. Let's pray for our government. Let's pray. I don't pray for our government. I just think they're stupid. Well, that's not going to help anything. I'm actually praying for the ones that are in charge. Okay? Not the ones that are acting like they are. I'm praying for those who are actually in charge. Whoever that is, I'm praying for them. I'm praying for wisdom. I'm praying for understanding. At the same time, I'm saying, God, give me wisdom. And even help me to tap into the wisdom you've already given me. To see that I shouldn't just sit here and probably do nothing. Now, I'm not saying to get into fear about things. What, what's Pastor Jay been saying? You know, yeah, there's things behind the scenes, no doubt, going on. But we're not trying to get into all the conspiracy things. And I, I think a lot more that's called conspiracy probably isn't conspiracy. It's the other way around. That's what I've come to believe more of. But you really don't want to know everything I believe because uh, you just don't have the time. This wisdom applies to spiritual as well as natural decisions. When we talked about Matthew 7, 24, he gave us a natural situation, but yet we know we apply it to faith, those who hear and those who do. But it was a natural illustration. In other words, if you're going to build a house, do you build it on the sand or on a foundation? Okay, so I believe that the Bible is telling us to use both spiritual and natural wisdom. So I wrote this, this wisdom applies to spiritual as well as natural decisions. Our spirit inside bears witness with the word of God and the Holy Spirit. Natural wisdom makes decisions on the reality of natural circumstances in front of us. Yes, be led but don't be stupid and try to step out over a mountain unless you have a very direct word from the Holy Spirit within. I have rights and privileges in Christ, redemption rights that I can stand on because the word says so. Anything outside of my redemptive rights in Christ, I had better use my natural God-given ability to make decisions based on what I see in front of me. God gave us eyes. Do we close our eyes and say, I'm walking by faith? No, you're going to run into something and probably get hurt. We can only look past what we see in the natural when we have a word from God. We can only look past what we see in the natural when we have a word from God. Otherwise, we are going to get hurt. But many people are, are looking past saying, I'm in faith, God's going to handle it all, but not doing what they see in front of them to do. 
It's called faith or foolishness. I have trained my spirit to always be checking if I need to bypass any natural law or happening in front of me. If I get a warning inside, I say, Lord, what are you saying? If I have a witness to take different route to work, whatever, I had better follow that. I try to figure, I I, I try to, uh, if I try to figure the leading within out in my head, that is called mental knowledge. There is spiritual knowledge, natural knowledge, and mental knowledge. If I see a tree in front of me, natural knowledge will say to go around it. That truth is based on natural knowledge. But if somebody says, stop, there's a tree ahead, but you can't see it because the view is obstructed by those bushes. I don't see one, but I have better use natural wisdom and slow down and check beyond the bushes all the while checking my spirit and to follow both spiritual and natural wisdom. What is, uh, what is being, what truth is that being based on? That is being wise and cautious, not fearful. We just had an opportunity to look at a building in Lee Summit, and that was a wonderful building. Natural knowledge told us that would be perfect for us. Some of you went in that building, and we, it, it was just like it was made for us, to be honest with you. It was a wonderful building. Natural knowledge really said, hey, this would be a great building for you. But there were some unknowns tied to that because of the plan of God for our life. But also, let's look at this. So that's one side of natural knowledge. Another side of natural knowledge is interest rates are going up. Things are being said about, you know, banks going under and this and that. When's this going to happen? As Christians, are we able to ward this off? You see, but there's unknowns tied to that. So you better be led. And both Pastor Jay and I, we met with our group and said, you know, what, what do you see about this? We all are like, wow, this is wonderful. But then we got home. And we just checked our hearts and prayed about it. And both Pastor Jay and I, it wasn't there. Absolutely, emphatically wasn't there. As a matter of fact, another building was there, and that's what we got joy about. Is it really the way we wanted to go? Probably not, but we're not led by what we want to do all the time. So I'm just saying, see, that's a good illustration that we could have just plowed through and just went ahead and no telling what could have happened in that situation. We have to be led by the Spirit. Just like that time the Lord dealt with me, you didn't pray about it, and I got into some studies about what root canals can do if, if bacteria gets in and what ha- And basically the symptoms I was dealing with was pretty much that's what was happening. I knew in my spirit. So I asked God for forgiveness. I went and had the tooth taken out um, with the counsel from my dentist not to do that, but I told him what to do because I had a word from God. I had a word from God and stood on that for almost two years. So don't want to do that again. I said, don't want to do that again. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. We're almost done here. How many of you understand gravity? Now, we use this illustration, but I just want to say it like I wrote it down. If you jump off a mountain, then you're going down. Don't spiritualize that and say, I'm praying if I should jump off the mountain or not, because I want to get to the other side. Use the God-given natural wisdom you already have and take the bridge. (laughs) Unless we have a warning not to take the bridge. Faith in God's word is jumping off the mountain of sickness and disease and using God's word as an anchor. That is spiritual revelation of what you have in Christ, healing and health. It is a revelation knowledge of understanding not to just accept natural sickness, bypass the devil's sickness and take hold of Jesus, paid the price for my sickness, so that is what I am standing on. Amen? 
But many times there are natural things that we come to and we try to spiritualize it. And yet we have to just use natural wisdom. Why don't you stand up? 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 7, as you're standing there, I just want to read something. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. But listen to this. Verse 7, do you look at things according to the outward appearance? If anyone is convinced in himself that he is in Christ, let him again consider this in himself, that just as he is in Christ, even so we are in Christ. So we're not supposed to just be looking at all the outward things and making decisions. But we have to understand the things that are obvious to just because we're in a natural world. Like, what do I wear? Do I take that path when a tree's in the way? Uh, Is it okay to take that way to the store? I mean, just things that it's just natural wisdom. But how many know that, that if a situation comes, that there's unknowns to it? We can't just do it the world's way. We can't just, somebody said to do it this way, and I I believe it needs to be done that way. So I'm not telling you that we should make decisions based on what everybody is saying, based on all of the natural things going on in this world, because frankly, I believe that you can get burned doing that. But if we get up in the morning and we look to our spirit... And we are skilled in saying, Lord, what should I do throughout my day? You show me. And when I come to that tree, I'm just going on. If, in other words, I, I am well aware that the Holy Ghost within me would lead me if there's any problem. I believe, I came to this point, I believe that the Holy Ghost will show you any natural thing beyond your ability or beyond your understanding that you may need to do in this day and age to be ready for any type of collapse or situation that may happen. But do the natural things that you know to do and ask God what wisdom, anything specific otherwise you need to do. Because Pastor Jay and I can't get up here and tell you, you need to invest in this. You need a lobster wallet. The only reason I said that, because I think it's some scam. But anyway, so don't go looking for a lobster wallet. There's so many things out there. But when we renew our mind on the knowledge of God's word and the natural knowledge he gave us, we will make the right decisions. And then just be led. Just be led. Just be led. Husbands and wives, if one of your spouses is just uneasy about something, listen to them. Don't fight back and forth. Well, bless God, I don't believe that's true. If, if you're not in agreement, sit down, talk to one another out of just basic wisdom. What are you basing whatever you're trying to push on? Just use wisdom. Use wisdom. Don't let your, your relationship with your spouse get messed up because we're not willing to just sit down and look at one another and say, what's wisdom? What's that based on? And sometimes if it's just based on that's just what I have in my spirit, okay, then I think we can come to a compromise. You understand what I'm saying? I think we can come to it. But it's not just all one or the other. 
Pastor Jay and I, in our lives, we have come to compromises and we have come to the place and it's always it, it, when, you're, when, when you push and, and when you get into offense, it never works. But when you come to a place where you're like, honey, I love you and I believe that that you're, you're not speaking out of fear and you're just endeavoring to follow peace, so okay. Let's, let's, let's do that, maybe with part of a, a, a certain sum or something. But work together. Amen. Work together. Don't just, no, we're not doing it that way. Work together. Be led by the Spirit. Follow peace. What is it based on? But let's go back to this. Do the natural things. Don't just sit on it. And then when something does happen, if I would have just done what any natural person would have done in that situation, and not, I would have been ready for that. You understand what I'm talking about? All right, well, just lift up your hands. Father, I thank you. Father, I've endeavored to... You can play the piano, that'll help me. I've endeavored to just teach people about the natural wisdom, but always putting spiritual wisdom first. Always being a person that looks to your spirit. But not over-spiritualizing and not using the natural wisdom you've given us. Help us to see that, Lord. Help us to be ready for anything we need to be ready for. There are young people in this church that maybe haven't lived through some of these things, but there are other people that have lived through things over the years and... Maybe they're better, better prepared, but I'm asking you to enlighten eyes to anything any person in this room needs to do, both spiritually and naturally, to be prepared for any situation that would come against the church in any way, shape, or form. We thank you for it, Lord. And I'd just like you to lift up your hands and say, Father... Thank you for spiritual wisdom. Thank you for natural wisdom. I'm not just going to sit on it. I'm going to do what you tell me to do. I'm going to do the obvious. I'm going to be prepared. But I thank you for wisdom beyond anything that I don't know or see. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I don't know if that was as clear as mud, but I think in this day and age that we are in, pastors have to be very careful, and I, I, I love my husband, I appreciate him, we have to be very careful not to get up here and tell everybody this is what you need to do, but we can tell you just use what you got. And let's be faith people of a faith God, but let's use both spiritual and natural wisdom. And the things we don't see, God will show us. But it's not because we're sitting on the couch. It's because we're looking. We're looking in the direction for answers. What is that direction? God dealt with me. You didn't pray about it. I still didn't quite understand. So I, what did I do? I went and did some research on root canals. <gasps> you read a book? A natural book? Myrtle, did you hear that? As a matter of fact, I took about three months and read several books and changed my supplement regimen and so on and so forth. Why did I do that? Because I didn't have enough knowledge. And I didn't want to depend on the doctors that were trying to get me to take all kind of chemical stuff. And Amen. You understand? Amen. 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 I love you. Love you. Pray for me. Yes. Amen.